Hello, I'm Eugene Kim, and I welcome you to the Four Prompts on Death podcast, the podcast where we talk about death through the four prompts of I am, before I die, I want, when I die, I want, and after I die, I want. This week is the prospective. I am coming out of hibernation. Um, it is a weird time to come out of hibernation. Uh, it is currently... I'm recording this on March 29th, 2020, Um, so this is about a week and a half into the corona quarantine in the United States, and boy howdy. So um, for this episode, I'm going to kind of ramble a little bit. I feel like it would be nice to catch up with you, the audience. Um, I know I've been posting the reposts or like previous interviews over the winter, um, so I've been staying active in your feed and hopefully in your mind. but I'd like to talk a little bit about what these three months off had meant to me and what the next nine months of this uh, 2020 season will look like for us. So, <coughs> sorry about the cough. So, um, three months off have been really nice for me. Um, I've been doing these like kind of winter hibernations of the podcast for about two, I think, years now. This is the second official one I've done. I forget. I'll be honest with you. But it's been good for me. Uh, But this is the first time that the uh, hibernation has coincided with the, you know, with writing hibernation. So I stopped writing uh, my weekly reflections on medical education and residency uh, back at the end of December. uh, And I haven't been writing. I said that I would kind of write and then maybe keep some posts to myself and publish some other ones that are more just about my family um, and my personal reflections on life and what have you, but I haven't done it. And it's been really nice. I've been enjoying my Sunday mornings uh, with my family. I've been enjoying uh, not feeling like I have to write uh, for the sake of writing. Um, But I also have felt an itch that there have been clinical encounters. I've rotated through neurology, hospital medicine, I'm back on the psych unit. Um, And there have been cases where I'm like, ooh, there's something here and I'd like to reflect on it. And sometimes I start writing, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I um, feel like, oh, it would be nice to continue writing, sometimes I don't. And I don't know. Um, maybe my writing will change. Maybe instead of writing, I'll just do like these kind of verbal vomits in on to you, the audience, and maybe I won't. I'm still very, it's a very new thing. I've been writing for about four and a half years, nonstop, every week, about 220 reflections every week. Um, and it's nice to take a break. It's nice, even, even though three months, uh, you know, what is that, uh, 12 reflections sounds like a lot to not do, but in the scope of 200, not that big of a deal. And I think that residency, this first chunk of residency is a good time to really reevaluate what do I want to do going forward. Um, I did it during medical school. Do I need to do it during residency? Does it need to change? All of that stuff. I'm still thinking about it. And I'll be honest with you, during all this quarantine stuff, it's not really the time for me to be thinking a whole lot about it. I'm not going to be, I'm still, I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for the desire to really strike me again. Um, but it's, it's, the itch is definitely coming back and how I'm going to scratch it. Who knows? I think that the itch will be partially scratched by resuming, uh, you know, talking to you, the audience. And when I post my new interviews, uh, every other, every once a month, um, 
going forward. So I will be putting out a new episode in two weeks that will be landing. Uh, let me just click around and figure out when that exactly will be. That'll be right on April 9th. Um, that'll be the first real new interview that y'all, you folks will be receiving. And uh, I hope you're looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, that, that's what the past three months have been like for me. It's been a lot of like just spending time with my family. The coronavirus has changed my life as much as I'm sure it has changed yours. Um, we figured out a whole new baby care situation because the daycare shut down, and um, we've been we've been as flexible as possible. Um, we actually had a week and a half where baby wasn't with us, where Junsu was up with, in New Hampshire with my folks, and that was really challenging, but it was also a really nice time for Mackenzie and I to reconnect as a couple, um, which I know is something that not all couples are able to enjoy. Um, and so for that, I'm really grateful because it really brought us together in a way that is preparing us for whatever madness um, is ahead. So that's what the last three months have been like for me. I can't think of a whole lot that jump into mind. I mean, I can keep rambling, um, and you are the audience, so you're going to keep listening, I hope. Um, but at this time, I'll, I'll kind of move on to the next bit, which is sort of what interviews do I have lined up and what interviews do I have in the bank for you to look forward to. So um, right now I have four interviews recorded um, and just waiting for, you know, the, the go-ahead to, uh, like, oh, it's this is the week to, to release it. Um, so the one that I'm, I'll save the one that I'm most excited for for the end, um, but there, the other three are with uh, a Morgan Allen, a Lobin Cha, and a Colin Kurtz. So um, let me talk about Colin since I think he was uh, chronologically the first one that I actually interviewed. Uh, Colin Kurtz, he is the, uh, a co-creator, co-owner of uh, Koru Real Wellness. That's a, um, a wellness and it's a wellness center down in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Um, and that's about 45 minutes away from me and they're doing cool work. They're, they're doing a lot of, uh, primitive movement there. They have a sauna, they do ice baths regularly. They have a lot of, uh, they do Feldenkrais there. Um, so I interviewed the co-owner, the, you know, his other Colin's other half is Diana Pereira. And I interviewed her back in 2019 season. Um, actually, let me see when, when exactly I inter- when I posted that. Um, and she, she's lovely. She's a very heart-focused uh, human, um, and she was uh, really great to interview. I released her interview back in uh, uh, July of 2019. That's Diana Pereira. Um, and they go- she goes over like the creation story of Coral Wellness. And I wanted to speak with Colin because he's sort of like the other half. Um, and also he has such a different vibe than Diana. She, like she's a very like heart person and not that Colin isn't, but he has like a very different approach and he he also has a young child and he just, you know, he's starting a new relationship, just had uh become engaged with this fiance. Um and the interview was really good. It was uh I'll I'll, I'll leave a lot of like the waxing poetic about the interview uh for another time, but it was a really great, you know, initial interview. I'm looking forward to re-interviewing him in a few years uh once you know, some stuff has happened. I think one thing that we touched on was an an elder mentor that he recently accumulated in his life. And um, I think watching how that relationship will evolve over time, especially um, as the mentor's wife uh, eventually dies because she is quite ill at this time. So 
It's a very interesting conversation um, and one that I think will only do better with time. And so the next one that I'm looking for that will be interview uh, that I'll release is with Lobin Cha. Lobin is a uh, she's a fiery little Korean lady, uh, Korean American lady living here in the Lehigh Valley. She runs uh, she's the owner operator of Little Miss Korea, which is a uh, like a food franchise brand sort of thing that she's building um, for like you know, home authentic Korean food with a Pennsylvania twist on things. So she'll have like uh, these. Oh, I'm just I'm hungry right now recording this, and it's a bad idea to talk about her delicious food while I do this. But she's got like K fries, Korean fries with like this uh, spicy gochujang aioli on top with all sorts of like. Um, <clears throat> with all this marinated Korean beef on it's the best it's like a really great fusion it's like a she got like a Philly cheesesteak that has like the uh, uh, bulgogi which is a Korean uh, marinated beef uh, with like cheese on it's it's so it's a really great fusion of the two and um, I've been I've wanted to interview her because she has such a different um, she's a very different type of person than I've interviewed um, but she also has such a drive about her and she's also um, in a long-term relationship with a vascular or who is a, a, a general gen surge resident who is about to start a vascular surgery uh, residency program here in the Lehigh Valley and so it's, you know it's interesting to sort of you know I interview a lot of physician folks resident folks who are on the medicine side but it's also really interesting to see somebody who is connected to the medicine side of things but is not in it and doing totally 100% in another thing like she's doing like a residency for restaurant tours it's very cool um, and she's just really fun she, and also her uh, her upbringing with her with two parents as missionaries and uh, very international she grew up with uh, I want to say Pakistan, but I forget, um, for at least the first couple of years of her life. And then she immigrated to America while she was very young. And she has a very interesting perspective on, on culture and food and what makes family family. And, uh, you know, I really like her a lot. And I, I really want to, like, really, you know, hold, like, sit down and talk with her. And I think it was a really cool interaction. Um, and then the next interview is with Morgan Allen. Morgan is... Uh, She's a weightlifter. Uh, she's um, an athlete. I knew her. I know her through her uh, fiance, John Foley. I interviewed Foley, who is one of my closest friends in life. Um, let me see. When did I? I I released his interview back in 2018. Um, that during that season, that was released in uh, September 2018. Uh, I think they had been dating for at least a year or so, but when I interviewed him, and. That was a great interview with Foley, but I also wanted to speak with Morgan because, um, for a couple reasons, because I haven't spent a whole lot of time with Morgan, and you know, Foley somebody Foley is somebody I love and trust very dearly, and if he wants to spend the rest of his life with this individual, I'm like, I, I need to know more about her. And more than that, um, I am actually they asked, Foley and Morgan asked me to officiate their wedding um, later this year in September of this year, 2020. And so I'm like, I got to know you a little bit better. I need to figure out your story a little bit. And um, for better and for worse, Morgan has been touched by death in her life uh, for through some uh, through the suicide of her father and um, you know the death of a of a of a of a boyfriend sort of thing going on. Somebody that she was very close with back in high school um, is is it's a very interesting story, and I think it shows what like the the formation of Morgan in interesting ways. And I learned a lot about her through that conversation, and I really look forward to you listening to it. And I also really look forward to officiating their wedding and getting to know Morgan a little bit better in the months and years going forward. 
Um, yeah, that was a good conversation. And then the ne the last, the fourth one that I've interviewed, the fourth interview that I've completed thus far, the one that I'm very excited for for you is uh, the conclusion of a trilogy, if if you could say. So the only so I've only done a couple re-interviews. Jarrell Mayer, myself, uh, Mackenzie interviewed me, and then I interviewed Mackenzie, and then Alana Karma, and then Alana Karma. Um, Alana, I met Alana a long time ago, back in Tampa. Let me let me look this up. When did I first interview her? So I, my first interview with Alana was back in 2017, back in April, April 2017, and that was before I moved from uh, Tampa to Pennsylvania for medical school. And that was, uh, you know, she was this very lovely, bright uh, human that I met through um, Visionary Inc. and Jared Roa and uh, Kenny Henderson, all of people who I've previously interviewed for the podcast. Um, and she, you know, this is a tattoo shop. And uh, I was like, oh, she's cool. Let me let me talk, sit down and talk with her. Little did I know that a few months later she would get into a severe car accident, uh, suffer uh, severe brain damage, and was put in a medical in medically induced coma for quite some time. Um, and then I was like, I want to interview her. I want, but I also want to give her enough time and space to recover and feel like you know, just so it's not like I'm taking advantage. You know, I want I want to sort of track her progress and and, and recovery and. And then I re-interviewed Alana in 2018 in July, or at least that's when he uh, released the interview. Um, and this was sort of the low. So if you consider this trilogy arc, you know, like, you know, original Star Wars trilogy, um, A New Hope was the first interview in 2017, Empire Strikes Back, the like the rebellion is on the run, Luke Skywalker just found out about this huge reveal that Darth Vader is his father. That is the first interview, re-interview in 2018. Alana was at a very was at a low. She was um, still suffering uh, recurrent seizures. So she's you know every every time you have a seizure, the clock starts again. You have another six months before you can get your license back. She's in North Carolina, so isolated from her community back down in Florida, um, and she's still holding on to a lot of anger and, and regret and rage with her with the uh, with the fellow that caused her car accident um, down in Florida. And her, uh, you know, she's talking slower. She's, um, it's a little bit, you know, she, she's kind of, she's there, but she's still, she's not quite the, the individual that you could hear back in 2017. And so I left that interview thinking like, oh, she's got a long road of recovery ahead of her. And I've been, I've been watching her, watching her ever since, watching her ever since that first interview in 2017. And, um, I've been noting some events that are like, oh, that's very interesting. She's uh, she has actually moved back to Florida, um, and she still at, doesn't have six months of no a seizure free time. So she doesn't have her driver's license back, but she seems to be on this interesting road where she's really recovering, really. Um, taking back autonomy of her life, and that's why I sat down for an interview with her back in. Uh, oh my gosh, that was like couple weeks ago back in March of this year 2020 and this was uh you know she's not back you know she she will never be the same person back in 2017 as with that first interview but you really hear she's she is 
on the upswing. We're on the return of the Jedi. Like th- things are things are looking good. They're not going to look the same as they did before. They never will. Um, this, things are forever changed by this accident. But you can tell that she's like really on this trajectory of of who knows where she's going to go. And she uses the description of like of like she's no longer the Phoenix. The Phoenix she, she has she has burned and risen again. That's 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 done with. Now she's going to be the butterfly, a chrysalis moving forward into an unknown future of of what this butterfly, you know, she was the caterpillar, she's entering this chrysalis and who knows who she will be in in a few years from now. And that'll be the next trilogy with <laughs> Alana. Um, and so I'm really excited for you to listen to it because it'll be, you know, I really think it's interesting to track this person's trajectory through this traumatic and life-changing event. Um, and I think you'll enjoy it. I think it, it, it will, it will, this, this trilogy will, will to me sort of show like what this podcast, you know, over a long periods of time, uh, tracking people and checking in with folks, uh, you know, for a couple hours every few years. Um, I think this, this really shows like what I'm trying to do, like what is this podcast? Um, and it's just showing that life keeps going, that you're not over till you're dead. It's fascinating. I'm very excited. And I have a couple other interviews that are lined up that are, you know, kind of in the works and scheduled but not recorded yet. Another one with, is with Adam, Adam Arazi. I talked about that last time, but it just didn't quite work out. Um, and I have a couple other re-interviews. And unfortunately, um, with the coronavirus going on, especially in New York City, I have some friends completing residency there, and I know that they are being slammed. Um, uh, I, uh, I don't know what the situation is going to be like when you actually listen to this interview, um, or, or to this, like, this prospective uh, episode. But right now, uh, you know, hospitals are running out of ventilators. Uh, their physicians are unfortunately having to make those uh, life-or-death decisions on who will receive the ventilator and who won't. Um, and I have been talking with some of my friends about how this crisis, this pandemic, COVID-19 is going to make or break careers in medicine. And it will be a, a huge traumatic event that will be shared through this generation of physicians. And that physicians who come after us um, will not understand what it was like in the hospitals at this time. I don't understand what it's like in New York City. Right now, things are really quiet here in the inpatient unit. Things are really quiet. The, the census is low. And people aren't presenting to the hospital. We're just waiting for the wave. And it's starting here in the Lehigh Valley, but it's not quite here yet. Um, and so with all, all that to say, um, this event is going to be greatly, is going to define many of my peers' careers, especially those in medicine, those in the ICU, uh, running codes all over the place. And, um, you know, some folks that I'm thinking about re-interviewing, Ann Laverty, um, Stephen Mano, Bianco, these are folks that are in New York City that are, that are at the front lines. And these are the people that you should, you know, when you say thank a healthcare worker, don't thank me because I'm not, I'm not doing anything right now. Uh, thank Ann Laverty. Thank Stephen Manobianco. Thank um, all these other wonderful humans that are doing the work. And, you know, not anywhere, not in the next like six months, but maybe in the next year or two, I, I am going to be, f- uh, hopefully this 2020 season, I will uh, be following up with Stephen and with Ann just to sort of see what was it like there? What was it like to be on the front line? there um, and in the same way that uh, this Alana Karma trilogy uh, will be completed I think that you will hear a very different Ann Laverty and a very different Stephen Menabianco um, 
you know, the, I did the, I interviewed Stephen and Anne during medical school when we were like kind of wide-eyed and hadn't really seen much stuff on the floors. I think I actually interviewed both of them before we even were in third year. I think we, I interviewed them when I was during second year of medical school, so we were still just hitting the books, hadn't really seen a lot of patients yet. Um, and then you will hopefully hear from Anne Laverty and from Stephen, you know, after, you know, as a second year resident, having hopefully survived COVID-19 and um, how that changed them, how that really changed them and really shaped them and who they are um, and how that will shape what their future practices are like and how they, how they see how their view of medicine has changed. But, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. I, have, I haven't even reached out to them quite yet, uh, mostly because I don't, I know I can't offer them a whole lot because there's so, the, the trauma of what they're experiencing is just beyond what I can experience or what, what I can, you know, hope to relate. But I will reach out to them. Don't worry. Anyway, I talked for a while. I hope that you haven't been too bored. Um, I hope that you are excited for the episodes to come. Um, I hope I'm giving you, the audience, something to look forward to um, in, the, in this dark and scary, uncertain time. Um, but I also hope that through these interviews you're able to hear uh, people who have experienced life um, and what, what that, yes, it is scary, things can be scary, but that we can be on the other side of these things. So I hope that you are taking care, well, I hope you're taking care of yourself and that you're taking care of people you love and um, that if you need help, you are reaching out for that help um, because this, this is the time. This is the time that we are going to step up and be, do things differently going forward. Um, a lot has changed in a week and a lot will change in the coming weeks. So uh, please, once again, take care of yourself, take care of somebody that you love and um, keep on keeping on. Thank you. Goodbye.